This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the morning of Friday, January 26th, 2024. I'm Alex Brown. A recent Ball State University study illustrates how the pandemic triggered historic learning loss in Indiana schools, as shown by the dramatic drop in passing state test scores in reading and math in multiple grade levels. Ball State economist Mike Hicks says what surprised researchers was the stalled recovery. Across the board, we've really seen losses that have just not come back in, in any meaningful sense. So if, you, if you've lost 8, 9, 10% of your students who are meeting the minimum standards on either the reading or math test score, and you're crawling back by a percent a year, that's just not going to get you back from, say, sixth grade to high, high school graduation. So uh, I think we were really disappointed to see the persistence that, of learning loss that has extended across the state. He said the slow recovery could have severe ramifications for students' future academic success, careers, and wages. The 434th Air Refueling Wing at Grissom Air Reserve Base will soon have a new commander. Colonel Van Tai will assume command of the unit during a ceremony next month. Tai comes to Grissom from Yokota Air Base in Japan, where he served as Director of Operations and Exercises for 5th Air Force. Muncie-based First Merchants Bank plans to open a new branch in northwest Detroit and offer a host of services from traditional banking needs to financial education workshops. The bank said the new branch is part of an ongoing effort to ensure people in the Fitzgerald neighborhood have access to fair banking. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy? I'm Gary Dick, inviting you to join business and community leaders from throughout the state at the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media. It's February 15th at noon at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, giving you an inside look at the league and all things All-Star Weekend. Reserve your ticket or table for eight now at economicclubofindiana.com. An Indiana Senate committee voted unanimously Thursday to advance legislation that would require the Indiana Economic Development Corporation to inform local officials before purchasing more than 100 acres in a county or municipality. Senator Brian Buchanan, a Republican from Lebanon, introduced a similar bill last year, but it never received a hearing. Buchanan's district includes parts of Boone County, where the state began secretly amassing thousands of acres two years ago for a 10,000-acre advanced manufacturing site known as the Leap Research and Innovation District. That process angered some area farmers and landowners, who called for more transparency. An opposition to the project spread to the Lafayette area after IBJ revealed the IEDC was considering tapping into the Lafayette area aquifers to pump water to service the Leap District, more than 30 miles away. Buchanan said the bill is intended to, quote, streamline the process of economic development in Indiana by making sure all stakeholders are involved. The legislation would also allow House and Senate leadership to each appoint a non-voting advisory member to the IEDC board and give school corporations more flexibility when using funds obtained from an innovation development district. Similar to a local tax increment financing district, an innovation development district captures incremental gains in state and local taxes generated by the district. But unlike TIF districts, the state can claim up to 88% of the taxes, which it can use to award grants, give out loans, and offer investments for a project in that district. The bill now heads to the Senate floor for consideration. Kate Sharon, Inside Indiana Business, Radio.
The BP Whiting Refinery in northwest Indiana is working to clean up a pair of leaks that led to the release of toxic chemicals. Our partners at the Times of Northwest Indiana report the leaks are being blamed on recent sub-zero temperatures. The Indiana Department of Environmental Management said the first leak occurred on January 18th and caused a spill of dirty gas oil that gave off benzene and hydrogen sulfide vapors. The second occurred Tuesday on a different tank that also released hydrogen sulfide vapors. BP said it is working to clean up the impacted area and the refinery continues to operate normally. University of Indianapolis President Tanuja Singh is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports and entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Alex Brown for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.